0: I am Ann Mank, Certified Financial Planner and CPA with the Ellen Becker Investment Group. We are located in Pewaukee, just east of Highway 164 and Capitol Drive in the Town Bank Building, and also in the village of Whitefish Bay in the Equitable Bank Building across from Winkies. For our Florida listeners, we also have an office in the Bonita Springs area. If you are interested in learning more about our offices, including a virtual tour of each location, please visit our website at ellenbecker.com. On our website, you can put a face with a name because we have bios and videos for all of our advisors. We also have a listing of all our current events plus links to past radio shows. So today I am very excited for this radio show because today we have Patty Jackson with us. She's the owner of Clear Inner Focus, is a master life coach, spiritual counselor, and educator who specializes in emotional wellness and inner clarity. She's known for her unique ability to help people hone in on what is truly going on behind stress, which we all have a lot of, (laughs) and implement a more fulfilling approach to relationships and life. She is the author of Energy Bubbles 101, and she also has a new book coming out in about a month. It's called Flip Your Focus, A Guide to Navigating Your Inside World and Optimizing Your Evolving Life. Her framework of education has helped countless people as individuals in businesses and in schools. And she's also been featured in national magazines, podcasts, radio, and television. She and her husband have four adult children and they live in the Sussex area here in Wisconsin. So Patty, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. We really appreciate you being here. Um, And why I'm really excited about this is so a lot of times when I'm helping my clients, Um, I can help them with the diversification, the investments that they want to be in. But over and over again, it really is that um, emotional side of money. Um, They might have avoided coming to see me for a long time and they finally get there. Um, They might have attached an emotion or a certain value to money that, um, from my perspective, I'm like, it's just money. But from their perspective, this is something really important and has been stopping their progress or maybe some of their success. Um, So that's some of the things that I'd like to talk about today. But one thing that um, I find really interesting is that I talked to an individual and they have some really set values. Like I value my family. I value my kids. I value my free time. And then when you follow the money, that's not where it's going. They're spending it on a, you know, this fancy car, or they're working at a job for really, you know, long hours. And so there's not that match up there. So what's
1: going on? Well, what's going on is we have uh, habitual ways of thinking. And oftentimes we just take on and adopt values from our parents. Mm. And without really having consciousness and saying and selectively saying, who do I want to be? What do I really want? We can have those values that lie within us, But our thought patterns and our actions are not in line with it. Hmm. So you can go running in another direction and maybe even going to work so much in order to provide for my family. Yep. But it's got to be balanced. Yep. And so many times people say, okay, I got to have work-life balance, but it's about balancing your thoughts. Mm. It's about, I'm going to work to make money and I'm going to come home and spend quality time with my kids. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But so many times we grew up in families and say, in order to have things for your kids, in order to be mm-hmm. able to provide for them, you have to do this. Right. We got to balance it. Right. And that's so ingrained in
0: even going into school mm-hmm. of just, you know, here's your plan, you must follow it. Mm-hmm. And so that that sitting down and thinking about something, just, it doesn't happen. You just say, I follow the plan. Right. I know that when I was first out of school, that's what I did. I worked a lot because I had to make money because I had to buy a house and my husband and I, and we've, we've kind of flipped that on its head and we're so much happier because of it, because we've actually sat down and said, what do we really value and how,
1: how can we make it work? Right. So it sounds like you're doing that with your clients that that you see is letting them see what they value Mm -hmm. and then trying to get them to match the two, their actions, their, their spending and all those things to go with what they value. And that's such a valuable thing to provide anyone because it provides relief, first of all. Mm -hmm. And when we stop that inner battle and get really clear and listen to ourselves Mm. and have someone support you to listen to yourself Mm -hmm. and to hear and get clear and find that, oh, this is who I am. Uh, There's so much life in that. And the life that comes out gets shared with the people around you. Mm. So it's really important to take some time and say, wait a minute, what was handed to me? What did Mm -hmm. I agree upon without even realizing it? And what's really true to me? And that doesn't, it's counterintuitive because when the going gets tough, the tough get going. And really what I like to say is when the going gets tough, the why stop
0: Mm. and create solutions. Yeah. And so, you know, that probably is a good you know, something I should try and instill more in my clients, because a lot of times they come with me with the stress and the anxiety and just the overwhelm. And I'm really good on the investment side. But how do I guide them through the emotional side, that other side that really is just as critical?
1: Oh, I love that question. And that one just makes my heart sing because (laughs) you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink, right? And and I'm that horse too. And sometimes I find myself doing the same old, same old. And um, how we can do that is to really look at the stress first, what are you thinking? What are you feeling? What are you saying? And what are you doing that you don't really even want to be thinking about? Mm. For example, with, with money, a lot of times I'm so scared that there's not going to be enough mm-hmm. that I think there's not enough money, there's not enough money, there's not enough money. And it, that is a thought that isn't in line with what I want. Right. And when I think a thought that's not in line with what I want to be mm-hmm. true, it it will bring up negative emotions. Yeah and we're not aware of it. It's happening inside. Mm -hmm. So that's why my book is called your guide to navigating your inside world is to like, once you see that thought, people like, Oh, no. And then they say, I got to get going. I need to work harder. But when you look at the thought, I'm afraid there's not enough money Mm -hmm. and you just breathe and go, wow, but what do I want? Yeah. And when you say, wow, what do I want? And give yourself a little bit of time to say, What I want is to know my kids are going to be okay. What I want is to know that I'm going to have enough money for retirement. What I want is, and Mm -hmm. once you start building that clear inner focus, all of a sudden the relief comes in Mm -hmm. and inspired ideas come. You can start to find that motivation to move forward. And it just takes a little bit of flipping your focus. Mm -hmm. The trick is a lot of people say, this is what I don't want. What do I want? Okay, got to get into action. <laughs> but we don't do that yeah. when we're building a house. No. When you're building a house or building any kind of building, yep. especially if you're taking down an old building, mm-hmm. if you're taking down an old right. mindset, you it benefits you from taking it all down and then selectively uh, sifting which ones you want to build with and which ones you want to get rid of. Yep. Same with our thoughts. By looking at all of them, because most people, let's admit it, have about 20 predominant thoughts about money. It's either I'm on track. I trust my advisor. I'm doing what I need to do. Yep. If I run into a problem, I have an advisor who's going to help me yep. and I'm confident. Or it's, oh no, there's not enough money. Mm-hmm. I better work harder. I uh, So I call those flow thoughts when they're thoughts that are in line with your heart and soul. Ah. And then out of flow thoughts when they're ones that cause uh, negative feeling emotions. Yep. But then we have a third scenario, and oh. that is the battle between the two. And that one really constant. Yes. I want, but I don't want. I don't want, what I don't want. And what should I do? Yep. And what should I do should only come after you're really clear on the thought pattern, what you want to be thinking, feeling, and experiencing. So is that where all the stress comes from? Is because you
0: are thinking and doing something that's not congruent with what you really know is right. And so then that constant battle between, I do have enough money. I have an advisor I trust to, I don't have enough money. I mean, I can just, if you don't have those two, or you don't know how to follow kind of your true voice, I mean, I'm, I've been that
1: is just a ton of stress and, and blah. Yeah. <laughs> it's total inner conflict. And when that inner conflict builds, that's when people start getting really edgy with other people. And it starts really making it hard to have good relationships. Mm -hmm. It makes it hard to be effective at work. It makes it hard to enjoy life. It makes it hard to sleep. And it's normal human stuff. Right. (laughs) It happens because we care. Right. And we just, in 2019, are starting to have the technology and tools and language to start teaching people Mm -hmm. a little bit more about their ability to take their mindset and come up with that clear picture and move forward.
0: Nice. And so we'll take a quick break. But I I think you really hit on one of the most important questions that clients come to us or the most important thought of, I don't have enough money. Um, And so I want to come in and kind of dive deeper on that and see if there's anything else that we can either help our clients with or different frames of mind we can talk about. So we'll do that in a moment. Great. I'm your host, Ann Mank, Certified Financial Planner and CPA with the Ellen Becker Investment Group. And today I have the pleasure of having Patty Jackson here. She is the owner of Clear Inner Focus. She is a master life coach, which I love that title, um, spiritual counselor and educator who specializes in emotional wellness and her inner clarity. She will have a new book out in days, months, pretty soon, um, called Flip Your Focus, a guide to navigating your inside world and optimizing your evolving life. She has a lot of good tools in there that we can use as well. And if there's anything that you hear us talk about that you would like a copy of or you'd like more information, you can always go to EllenBacker.com, and we are happy to help. So Patty, before last break, we were talking about one of the questions that I get all the time and the fear that people come in with is um, I just don't have enough money. And no matter how much I, I do to show them that I run the numbers and this is how long it would really take for you to spend your money, they have that fear. So what's something I can do or what's something that they can do to help them through that fear so that um, we can kind of take that off the table and make it something that they can, uh, you know, Actually, focus on and know exactly what
1: they're heading towards. I love that question because whether you have enough money or you don't have enough money doesn't matter as much as what you're thinking about right. your money. <laughs> um, I had a uh, grandpa in law who had millions and millions of dollars, oh. and he never felt like he had enough money. Right. He didn't have freedom around it. He mm. would, um, it was fascinating to watch. Yeah. Uh, So the way that you can help someone when they're feeling like that is, is this tool that I have, we had talked about when you build a building, you take the whole building down and really I don't have enough money is just one thought in the whole mindset Mm. that's built around money. And I don't have enough is a feeling of inadequacy and usually it's fear. So scientifically it's been proven that when you name your emotion, you tame it and it can start to take down that building. You Mm. can take down that fearful thought pattern that won't go away. So that's one of the things. And this tool, if you choose to use it with your clients, yeah. helps immensely. All you do is sit down on a piece of paper and say, okay, let's look at all your thoughts about money. And let's first look at what you don't want. Mm-hmm. And so when you write down everything that you don't want, I don't want to be thinking, feeling, or experiencing, I don't have enough. I'm not going to be okay. What if something bad happens? Mm-hmm. What if I get sick? And look at them, They're normal human thoughts. Mm-hmm. They're here because we care, but let's just look at them. It's okay to thank them. So when people do that, they can start to calm down. They can use their breath and then <laughs> just say, Is this, let's look at the feelings around this because yeah. these feelings can transform. Mm-hmm. Our feelings, I believe are energy and like all energy, it can um, transform from one form to another. Okay. Potential energy and kinetic energy. Hmm. So the the energy of fear is a potential energy. And it comes with thoughts like, I can't, I'm not, I don't know, I don't have, and the scary what if. Yep. But when you look at a thought that brings those feelings, and then you flip your focus. Mm-hmm. You use a magical what if. Okay, what do I want? What if I had enough money? What if I could be thinking, feeling, and experiencing? I've got a great plan. And even if this happens... I know how to handle it Mm -hmm. and I have things set in place and what I want to be thinking and feeling and experiencing is pretty soon you can take all those scary thoughts that are making someone stuck and transform them into at least the feeling of motivation inside and relief and it helps people be open and present. Mm -hmm. So many people are teaching mindfulness and meditation and that's great. But then when you get out in the world, what do you do with these thought patterns that are driving (laughs) what we see and how we see reality? So this, once you get clear on what you want to be thinking, feeling, and experiencing, all of a sudden, really good feelings will come in like confidence Mm. and um, certainty. And those feelings drive awesome actions. So if the wheel does fall off, you know where to get the next wheel. (laughs) And it helps you to... Uh, enjoy life along the way.
0: It kind of reminds me of, um, like, before I go in and give a speech, like, you get these butterflies in your stomach. Well, if you actually stop and think about it, like, those butterflies I could associate with fear or I can flip it and associate it with excitement. Mm -hmm. It's the exact same butterflies, correct? just a different head. So whenever I go in and I'm about to speak and I'm like, oh my gosh, what if I forget? I immediately try and think about it and say, no, I'm excited. This is a great opportunity. Here's what I'm going to do. Um, So that's interesting that, you know, we can do that when it comes to money as well of, you know, you have this anxiousness, but maybe it's an anxiousness of, what are all the great things that are going to happen to right. me once I I hit retirement? Versus what a, what about the world falling when I hit retirement? It's like the clients that I have have done such a great job of saving and planning and doing the things they needed to do, and there's nothing to say that that will just automatically stop in retirement. They'll find a way. They'll right. they'll you know they'll find that tire that's fallen off, because that's just what they've always done. They just need to right. have the confidence to say. Yeah, I might be nervous or or you know not know what's going on, but really, I'm nervous and I don't know what's going on, but it's great things that are coming around the corner, right? Because I'm a I figure things out, I get it done, I I've, I've done what I've needed to do so far, and so I need to enjoy the moment, versus
1: fear the moment. And you've hit the nail on the head. Even when the plan's in place, people can go back into those old thought patterns and mm-hmm. then just see reality from a fearful place. But it comes from a couple things. One thing is when I talk about the four things you can control, Mm -hmm. it's your breath, your focus, your imagination, and your response. And when we feel feelings, when we're thinking thoughts like, oh no, what if I don't have enough money? How you respond can make or break that. Hmm. So many people get that feeling of, oh no, what if I don't have enough money? They feel the anxiety and then they get into action like there's something wrong with feeling anxious. But really anxiety, the feeling of what if I don't have enough money is just there to say, wait a minute, it's time to flip your focus again. Yeah, Get reconnected with your heart and soul. Because when you do, you're going to come up with a really constructive way of moving forward. Mm -hmm. A lot of times at that point, it's not about money. It's like I've been ignoring my grandson. Yeah, And by being able to navigate that, it's really important. But it comes from I'm feeling this feeling and there's something right with me. It's time to Control my breath, take a few deep breaths, accept where I'm focused and look at those thoughts. Oh, yep. look at that. I'm focusing on the thought. What if I don't have enough money again? and it's making me feel anxious and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You what don't do you have want? to
0: fix it right away.
1: You don't have to fix it right away.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And by giving yourself a little bit of time to do that and listen and reconnect with your heart,
0: mm-hmm.
1: what are your values? What matters to you in that flip? of your focus mm-hmm. like you did from the butterflies and i'm anxious or i'm excited mm-hmm. we can make life so much better yep we can love so much better we can enjoy so much more and then it becomes about a lot less about money and just about wow being okay in the world and i think you had a good point earlier too of
0: we associate things with money where money is just where it landed, but like you said, it might be I'm just feeling guilty because I'm not spending enough time with my grandson. Mm-hmm. We put it in I don't have enough money. I got to work more. I got to, you know, I my grandson wouldn't want to spend time with me unless I could buy him certain things, and that's really not the case, so you just have to stop and look at it and say yeah, I need, I have this feeling I need to work and I'm anxious around it, but what's really driving it? Oh, it's because I want to spend time with my grandchild and I'm feeling guilty about it. But really, why am I feeling guilty? What do I think I have to bring to the table that I'm not bringing? And when you sit there and you actually think about it, it's like, no, your grandson just wants to spend time with you. And what are you doing? You're pulling yourself away trying to work. And so I think this tool that you have is a great way of of just putting it on paper, looking at those emotions, seeing what you're really feeling
1: so that you can think about it. Yeah. <laughs> so this- it's, it's amazing when I see people do this, and it is just absolutely amazing. I've seen so many life things turn around for people, including diseases, because dis-ease is dis-ease, and we all have an idea that stress causes mm-hmm. dis-ease. Um, by cleaning up that emotional mindset, incredible things happen.
0: Perfect. So this has been great. I'm going to take us on a quick break. Um, and then we'll get back to more of mindset and the tools and how we can make that flip going forward. So we'll be right back. Welcome back to Money Sense. I am your host Anne bank certified financial planner and CPA with the Ellen Becker Investment Group. And today I have with us Patty Jackson, She is the owner of Clear Inner Focus and has a book coming out in about a month, which I'm really excited for. Um, But one of the things that I was thinking about as we were talking is that people have this this guilt or this anxiety on certain things in their life. And so one thing that as we're doing the, the planning and we're talking about retirement, a lot of times it's, well, how do we cash flow? How do we budget? And a lot of times all these things come up of things that they think they're responsible for when in essence, they really don't have to be responsible for. Um, I know being a a mom, I feel like I need to do everything at home, do everything at work, do everything for the kids. And so I, I know I have to step back every once in a while and just say, you know what? That's really not my responsibility. Johnny's got to pick that up because that's not me. But I see it a lot in the financial world too, where Uh, someone just thinks that they need to be responsible. And the one one place that this comes up as an example is I might have somebody whose child is in their 20s and I'm working with them on a plan and they feel the responsibility to make sure there's a down payment for Johnny's house or they want to make sure that they pay for the first car for their child and at the same time they have not funded their retirement account at all. So can you talk a little bit about what's going on? Because why the sense of responsibility and how can we get past it so we know really what I need to do versus what do I need
1: to delegate or get off of my plate? That's part of the reason why I even wrote this book and got into the field that I got into is because I see people and they're so amazing. I just Mm -hmm. love people. And I see they care so much. Yes. And so one of the things we talked about was the mindset and the reason why we get lost in those stress thoughts is because we care Mm -hmm. and we haven't listened to our heart. We're instead focusing on what we don't want. But the other thing happens is we care so much about other people and we want them to be okay, Mm -hmm. often at the cost of ourselves. Right. And that's called overhelping many times and that's called helicopter parenting many (laughs) times. And just the clarity of this is who I want to be and what I want to be Mm -hmm. responsible for. So in the example you gave, I have a tool called defining your lane of responsibility. Uh And what it is, is just sitting down with yourself and saying, this is what I am definitely responsible for. Uh This is what I feel like my kids are responsible for. And in that last lane, this is what I can't control. Many Mm -hmm. people have a belief in God that goes in that lane. What is God, the universal manager, things that I absolutely can't control but yep. I would love to have happen. Yeah. The market. In, in that lane. The market. <laughs> Absolutely. What is, that, what, are the, yep. what is the market responsible for? That goes in that lane over there. Yeah. And so when I have my clear lane of responsibility, I can stay focused on what I'm responsible for. Mm-hmm. So if I'm setting up a, a retirement or a, a trust fund for my kids. Yeah. And I'm, I feel I'm responsible for leaving them money upon my death. And mm-hmm. I want to take on that responsibility. Then I can be really clear that at the age of 17, 18, 19, I want my kids to be responsible for figuring out how they're going to manage their own money. Mm. And I put that in their lane. So then when they start to struggle with managing their own money, I stay in my lane and know I'm doing my job. I'm going to give them money upon my death, but I'm not going to help them out through this struggle of figuring out how to set up their own systems. So I don't overhelp. And I think as a parent, I see that quite a bit of just
0: the overhelping with their kids. Part of it is, uh, and why we do this radio show a lot, is just because there's not that educational support in the school systems. But I think it is also, as a mom, I just, or any parent, you just want to overhelp and make it easy for them and It's kind of like you're saying, you need to flip your mindset because in essence, you're hurting them more than helping
1: them. So one thing that's really powerful is when you control your breath and take nice, deep breaths and start Mm. connecting with your heart. And then you look at your focus and flip it towards, there's nothing wrong with me that I'm stressed out. There's nothing wrong with me that I've been doing these things that aren't productive right now with my children. And you just flip your focus and breathe a little bit and then start painting that picture of what you'd like to see next, even though it's nowhere near where it is. (laughs) And you see what you, where you'd like to see your kids go. You paint that picture and engage your imagination. It makes it so easier to stay grounded and not go into the rescue mode. It makes it so easy to be supportive Mm -hmm. of that other person without throwing money at them. I had a client that was working for a long time and said, um, if it if the problem can be solved by money, it's not really a problem. And so when oh. the kids had problems, yeah. he had enough money to give them money. And then he realized, no, no, nope. no. To stay over and, and stand by and watch his kids figure it out was more important. Yep. In fact, absolutely mandatory for them to grow themselves.
0: Oh, that's a great point. That was totally tweetable. I forgot what your quote was, but that was great. Um, but that is a really good point of... We need to support and educate. We can't bail our kids out.
1: Right. It doesn't uh, mean, so that doesn't mean do nothing. Right. Actually, when I flip my focus and I get that clear picture of where I see that they can go and yeah. I, I would love to see the strength in them and then grow into that, that's doing a lot. Yes. One of my kids just had a challenge, and um, I had been doing that because I was concerned because I could see the struggle for a while. Yeah, and I held that picture of where this child could be, this mm-hmm. adult child, <laughs> so that when the challenge hit, I responded from, "Okay, something good's coming from this. Yep. This is where the learning is really kicking in because the desire's right there. Yeah, and wow, you should have seen what happened next. <laughs> <laughs> really good. Yeah, leaps and bounds.
0: <laughs> well, and just think about you know yourself growing up." you had to go through those struggles you survived a lot of those struggles mm-hmm. and it really made you a smarter wiser stronger person right by by doing that um and it it's oh, i see that all the time in my financial planning it's you know it's it's putting your you know your oxygen mask on first before right. you put it on for your child and right. so i'm constantly trying to help my clients say no you're the important one in this picture mm-hmm. Um, because if you don't have the money or resources, you're not going to be able to bail them out anymore. Right. And that's what I'm seeing is happening is you're passing it to there and then it's, it's just going away. You're not helping yourself and you're not teaching them.
1: Right. So that's great. So you start with that, but then again, we can't give people that advice. The best thing (laughs) to do is ask them a little bit more about, you know, their mindset. Yeah. So I, I, I hear that that's going on for you, but what is it you really want Mm. and what are your fears? If you don't give this to your child right now, what are you afraid of? Oh, that's a good one. Because when we look at what's going on inside and not be afraid of our own thoughts, Mm -hmm. not avoid that fear, uh, you can can move past it. So what are you afraid of? What if you didn't give it to them right now? What might happen? What are you afraid of? I get it. But then you start to connect them with what they care about. So... Does this make sense? Yeah. So yeah. then, okay, you're afraid that if you don't give it to them right now, they're not going to be able to get the job because they didn't get the car that you just gave them. Yeah. And if they don't get the job, what would you love to see happen? Yeah.
0: What and if then... you didn't
1: give the job w- uh, them the car? What would you love to see happen for them? Yeah. Then they start kicking in their imagination. They start listening to their heart. They start getting their energy out of their kid's bubble, yeah. their energy bubble, and they come over here and they fuel theirs so yeah. they can inspire. Yeah.
0: And you mentioned energy bubbles. I know that's a big thing that you definitely focus on. Um, so and I find interesting as well. So why don't we come back and talk a little bit about energy bubbles. And then um, I know you have mentioned a couple of tools that we can use to help through some of this process. So uh, we'll talk about some of the tools as well. Um, but this has been great because a lot of money is just emotion. You know, I, I coach people i don't necessarily just invest i'm i'm there you know sometimes act as a therapist and it's like they came to me for money but there's so much else going on so we'll talk a little bit more about that when we come back And optimizing your evolving life. And we'll talk about a lot of things during this podcast and radio show. And if there's anything that you want more information on, feel free to contact us at ellenbecker.com for some more information. And if you have any questions for Patty, we're happy to pass those on as well. Uh, the other book that you've written is called Energy Bubbles 101. And you mentioned it in the last segment. And I'm. I'm interested that kind of sparked my interest because I think it's it's a really cool concept so what's your definition of an energy bubble and why does it matter
1: thanks the energy bubble is our energy field it is actually the energy of you and me we are here and uh, we our energy we're more than our bodies we know that we know that we're more than our bodies there's energy going through us but what I also know to be true is our energy extends beyond our bodies I'm an empath. That means I can feel other people's energies, and I can um, really sense what's other people are feeling. Oh, that's good to know. <laughs> As I'm sitting across the table here. And it's great to know, except for when I feel other people's energy when mm. I was younger and I didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. Or when someone's feeling really bad and they're focusing on, um, I can't, oh no, what if, mm. and then they start talking to me, I didn't know how to respond to it. Oh, yeah. So- like every book, I think that has any kind of meat in it. It's because it's a guide to our own personal journey as we grow and then share with other people. I started off as a teacher, and I think the best way to learn anything is to teach. So the energy bubble is the energy of you and me and what we do with it. And then what? how does that our emotional energy work inside of us? And why do sometimes people take their emotional energy out mm-hmm. on other people? Why can some people stand strong beside someone who's, in a struggle and other people go in and rescue them. Mm -hmm. And I had those questions everywhere. Yeah. So I was working with a client one day and she actually did energy work. She was a Reiki practitioner and uh, she was trying to figure out how to integrate what she knows in her daily life. And she popped up in her chair and she's like, Oh, I can give away my love without giving away my energy. In fact, I have to, and it made perfect sense. And it started this whole journey on me. Like what's the difference between giving away our love yeah. and giving away our energy. So if, if money is energy, it gives, yep. you, it gives you the potential to do something. So is our, our emotional body. And so many times we give away our energy. Mm. And I'm like, Whoa, we need to contain it. Yeah, We need to use it powerfully. We need to be able to do that so we can be our best self and have our own mm. oxygen mask on, enjoy our life, yeah. and, and really be in it and then give away our love. Uh-huh. because when we don't know how to do that, we can't give away our love.
0: And that's that's a strong connection, because I've always thought of money as energy. And so the way you're explaining it is exactly what I'm seeing, is
1: mm-hmm.
0: people will replace money for love, or they'll give away money right. instead of having the focus on, you know what, I might not have the money right now, or the best thing I can do to you is just give
1: you my love and support. Right. And when you give your money away, and it's based in love, not fear... Yeah, It's a powerful gift. Yes. When you give your money away and it's based in fear and fearful thoughts, it makes people dependent.
0: Mm.
1: And yeah. so it's so important and it comes from our thoughts. So the energy bubbles thing is a picture that helps people understand what they've always sensed and never really understood. Mm-hmm. And so it shows you your energy field around you and it shows what happens when you're in your flow, when your thoughts are thinking th- things in line with your heart and soul's desires. Flow thoughts are, I am, I can, I know, Mm -hmm. I have, and like the magical what if. Or being able to say, I don't know, but I know, and keeping it balanced. Mm -hmm. But everybody goes in and out of our flow. Mm. And so when I think I don't know, can I turn back and say, but I do know, and here's what I can do about it? Mm -hmm. Or do I go into, I don't know, feel that heavy feeling, the potential feeling, and get stuck there?
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And I do it all, and we all do yep. it all. And then what's the tool to really transform the challenge into a new solution? Right. Not my mom and dad's solution, yep. not living it from the way that I've been taught to live it, but my authentic solution. Yeah. And that's what the book is based on in a very simple manner.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And some of these tools are in your new book, correct? Oh,
1: yes. The new book is based on Energy Bubbles 101. I, okay. I wrote it as a very basic tool because a lot of times people look at those pictures and they, it takes on a life of their own, but then people want more. Yeah. And so this one really gives you a stories of client successes and mm-hmm. shows how anxiety or suffering from anxiety works in how you're navigating inside. Yeah. We all feel anxiety, but it's how you respond to it that either makes you suffer from it or fear anxiety attacks, or navigate it to create solutions. Mm. And so I show about the inner pathway and how you go in and out of the flow and how there's a natural flow of going in and out. And then sometimes we have (laughs) pathways that aren't serving us, and you can rebuild new thoughts and new habits to experience anything
0: differently. So as I'm working with my clients, because really I think of myself as a a coach, sometimes a therapist, um, and I money is my tool in order to do that? Because really what I want to do is give my clients their best life possible and to relieve the stress associated with money. Because I want them to know that I've got this for them. And we have a plan. And if we go off course, I am here for them. Mm -hmm. How do I help navigate that? Because I just talk money and my clients come in talking emotions. So what are some of the steps or the tools that I could use in order to really help bridge that that gap. So we're all talking the same kind of language. I think I really like your lanes tool. I think that's an awesome visual so that we can start putting those in. And then you also mentioned your other tool of, of of what I don't want, and what I want. And so for me, I'm, I can have them list the I don't want and I want, but where do we go
1: from there? Well, I love that question, and uh, it segues into one of my the biggest things I do as a business, oh. and I train people in life coaching skills. Ah. And I believe people like you, especially people in the financial industry, mm-hmm. are natural life coaches except for when they're not. And so, <laughs> and you have your natural answer, and you can definitely be there for other people. And so what I I like to tell people is, Whenever somebody says something and you start to be frustrated, like, oh, shoot, here it goes again, and I can't help them, and they're going to shut down, mm-hmm. to use a skill yourself inside and go, whoa, I'm getting scared. Get back here and ask yourself, what is it I want? You'll connect with your heart. It'll be something like, I really want to be helpful for this person. Mm-hmm. I can hear that they're having a hard time with their um, spouse, mm-hmm. and I'd like them to feel more comfortable with those, their sp- So when you start building that picture, yeah, and you start imagining the solution you want for that person... Your thoughts are going to be connected to your heart and your soul's Uh. desires, and you will have the best answer. It will come out of your mouth. Uh. But it's by navigating your own inside world first and getting building a clear inner focus of the picture you'd like to see next instead of taking steps when you're stressed Uh. because they're stressed because stress is contagious, (laughs) but so is getting in your flow, and so Uh is uh, creating that focus and that, you know what, I see only a gift in you, and Mm -hmm. I see you are only capable. And when you do that and take Mm -hmm. steps, that's contagious
0: too. And that's a good, because a lot of times, you know, in our industry, and then I'm sure there's tons of other professions out there that's the same way, but it's like we go from one thing to another to another. And it's that matter of just taking, you know, that half step right before you get into a meeting, take that breath, mm-hmm. and say, "What do I want to accomplish? How am I going to have my best self in this meeting? Right. What What do I want to bring out of the person as we're we're doing that?" Um, and I don't think of myself as a life coach, but a lot of the things we talk about usually aren't around money (laughs) right
1: and so you're natural and that I do believe there are many people who are very natural at it except for those places where it gets stressed out and we forget Mm -hmm. that all we need to do is get back and do exactly what you do all the time again and again and again (laughs) before coming here this morning I found myself slipping into um thinking about somebody else Ah. and and I went wait a minute okay it's time for me to move my focus forward and look at my life and what I want so Mm -hmm. I used the tool And, uh, as soon as I did that and I was on the right side, I was like, oh, I get it. And it's everything I needed to come here and, and be my fullest self and know exactly what I wanted to be, um, sharing during this time and trusting whatever comes out of my mouth is going to be great. So it's a tool I use all the time for myself and it's, I love it. (laughs) So it's well used and
0: tried and true. (laughs) Um, that, and you know, I really love these conversations because even though we deal with with money, um you know, we we don't think about the education, we don't think about the mindset, we don't think about the emotion behind it. And to your point when we first started, a lot of this is just I just followed what my parents told me to mm-hmm. do or, you know, my parents used credit cards, so I just naturally used credit cards. But I think if you put it in the perspective of what do I really want for my kids? Or if I was in their position, what would I want for myself? Um, I think that's a whole mindset. And I'm definitely going to use your lanes. (laughs) Um, Because I think we take on way too much responsibility. Mm -hmm. Um, Either at work. I see it all the time with people at work. You know, I can do it all or I don't want to bother somebody. So I'm just going to do it. I see it in the home. Um, but we really lose touch with ourselves and who we are. Um, so I'm assuming your book helps individuals kind of get to that point where you're in your flow, you're in your energy bubble, you have kind of the tools that you need. Is there any other tools in here that will really help kind of get an individual
1: into that? Well, two things. One of them is, uh, That I want to share that when this book comes out, there'll be a link and people can have downloadable copies of this tool. So if you want to be working with your clients, you can even show them the tool because it's not a one and done. Got it. And it can be a great resource for your clients Mm -hmm. as as you're working with them. You show them how to do it once. And the second thing is the first tool in the book is our number one, very most important job. And that's to love ourselves no matter what. Mm. Because I believe this is all normal human stuff Mm -hmm. and it can be really hard And when it gets hard, we get hard on ourselves sometimes. And so that's the first tool. And, yes, there's a few more tools in there.
0: (laughs) So you'll just have to wait to get the book to find out all these other tools. Well, I'm very excited for it to come out. Um, Like I said, anybody that's listening, if they want more information on you, we are happy to pass that along. Um, If you're interested in the book, just let us know. And also, if you want to follow any other radio shows we've had or – listen to this again because there's been a lot of good information you can always go to our website so with that don't forget that money sense airs saturday from two to three and sunday from noon to one as always we hope that we have made a difference in your personal and financial well-being thank you to all our clients who are listening i know you have a lot of choices so we appreciate the opportunity to serve you and at ellen becker before we plan before we advise before we invest we always listen So visit us at ellenbecker.com for more information and have a great rest of your day.